Entrepreneur on Fire 940. You have to know what you stand for in order to stand out. John Lee Dumas and the WebinarCourse.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in 10 days and ignite. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Try ZipRecruiter and get your perfect candidate before someone else sweeps them off their feet. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Jeffrey Shaw. Jeffrey, are you prepared to ignite? Most definitely. Looking forward to it. (laughs) Jeffrey began his career over 30 years ago as a highly sought after portrait photographer for an exclusive clientele. Well into his photography career, he became a trained business coach, helping entrepreneurs succeed when they are marketing themselves and their talents. Jeffrey, say what's up to Fire Nation and share what's going on in your world right now. Oh, gosh, what's going on in my world right now? Let's see. I mean, I'm expanding into directions I didn't think I would. Uh, I just I came off an amazing year last year, having gone through a leadership development uh, program that, gosh, after you know 30 years or probably 50 years, my entire life of personal development, it was life changing in that it really helped me own my stuff. So that's kind of what's going on for me today is just really owning what how I can serve what I'm all about, just really owning it and then doing something about it. I love that phrase, own my stuff. And Fire Nation, if you take a step back and look at your own stuff, do you own it? And if not, step up and take ownership because nobody is responsible for your stuff except you. And Jeffrey, because you've done such a great job of taking this ownership, I want to do a little insights into your mind. I call them one minute insights. And I'm going to ask you five questions. You can take about a minute-ish to answer these questions. No super rush. The first one being, ideally, what do the first 80 minutes of your day look like? Well, let's say I would first start with my morning ritual of making, uh, gosh, it's probably kind of a witch's potion of chai tea. I, I boil this milk and I have these special spices all ground together. So I have to first make my amazing chai tea, which is a whole 15 to 20 minute ritual in itself. So that, uh, that's, a, that's what fires me up. It's got a lot of heat to it and uh, you know, definitely a kick of caffeine and gets me going. And then I read. And that's a really valuable time for me. I read for a good hour every day, um, at least in the you know in the morning. Uh, I read three to four books a day. Wow. I am just a, a just a I just can't get enough. I absorb absorb books. How do you find the books that you want to read? Well, most of them are initiated by my own podcast and all the I interview a lot of authors, so right. I have to I read all their books. Oh um, yeah. But you know when when there's not enough of that coming in, I just uh, it's all nonfiction. I don't think I've ever read a novel or, uh, in my life. I read all nonfiction, um, just whatever is going to give me the best information to be in touch with the world today, and particularly the world of business. I'm all over it. So you have the witch's potion, then you're reading. How many minutes does that usually encompass? It's a good 60 to 80 minutes. You know, oh, if, you I have a, if I have a little time, I'll even try to squeeze in a TED.com video. Um, anything that inspires me uh, mm. and, and knowledge most definitely is what inspires me. Love those. What's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? 
Well, that's that's the therapeutic question. Um, <laughs> let's see. It, you know, I, I tend to refer to them as glass ceilings. Uh, I'm I've always been very calculated, and looking back now over my thirty year career, uh, maybe too calculated. You know, I set budgets, I, I stayed within them. I set goals, I met them, and uh, I think in hindsight. I set some glass ceilings. Um, so I think my biggest weakness is being too calculated, like, you know, setting the goal, setting the ceiling, and then then hitting that. Uh, and it's kind of a recent discovery for me to realize how we can set up these invisible glass ceilings without realizing it. What's your biggest strength? My biggest strength, I believe, is uh, being very highly sensitive to being able to feel emerging social trends. Uh, it's almost a little hard to describe, but I, I feel very connected with the way the world has changed, not even the world has changed, the world of my clients, the people that I serve. Like I feel like I'm always really a, at least a step ahead of feeling how their lives are changing and how I might need, need to change in my business in order to continue to serve them. And I, I literally can feel it. Like I feel a little ahead of the trend of how uh, people's lives are changing, particularly in how I can serve them. Do you think it has anything to do with the three to four books you read a day? Certainly in part, but that's why I use the term feeling. Like I literally feel as though, um, I, I guess it may, it's a high level of empathy. I just, uh, you know, I don't judge what's going on in people's lives. I just say, or, or I don't judge, I don't judge the economy. I mean, it is what it is, you know, whatever is going on in the world, whether it's an economy, I just don't judge it. Just, I just observe it. And then work with it. I'm not one to buy into a bad economy idea. It's like it is what it is. And I can, you know, and I actually sensed uh, for a variety of reasons, I felt some big change was coming. And uh, I actually adjusted several things in my life accordingly. And, uh, and then just say, okay, this is what it is. And what are the new values? You know, what, what are the new values of today that I can be aligned with that will help me serve my clients and also just keep my business excelling? I love the theme, Jeffrey, that we're already kind of forming here. And that's just take gosh darn ownership for the situation you're in. I mean, especially things you can't directly control. Stop whining about them. Stop gossiping about them. Stop pretending like those are the reasons why you're not accomplishing what you want to accomplish. I mean, I was in real estate in 2008, 2009, 2010, and I had my best three revenue years ever during that market crash because I just looked at the situation for what it was and I came up with solutions for me personally to just crush it. And, and that's what we all need to do, Fire Nation. That's why you're listening because you are becoming that Swiss army knife of an entrepreneur that's having all these skill sets and this knowledge. You're arming yourself for anything. Be willing to adapt and adjust to the situations as they are and thrive. There you go. Absolutely. Like I said, it's, it te <laughs> definitely takes a little bit of being judgment free. It's like it is what it is and you work with it. Right. So you have a lot of amazing habits. I mean, we talked about the reading. We talked about taking ownership. What's a habit you wish you had? I wish I had better physical habits at this point in my life. I think I've been so committed to my work as of late that I don't, uh, I was a yoga practitioner for 15 years. And I sort of put that aside. And so at this point in my life, I wish I had better physical habits, better physical discipline uh, to take care of myself better. And, uh, and I also wish I had better habits around writing. Uh, I, I just, I get a lot of value out of creating my own content and writing and I write for various um, journals, etc. So I, I wish I had a better habit of when to write so that I could keep putting the work out there and the message that I feel most strongly about so I can keep putting it out there. Until we take full ownership, Fire Nation, for our health, for our fitness, for our nutrition, 
we are not going to be putting out the type of content that we are capable of. If you're not getting your recommended seven to nine hours of sleep a day, if you're not putting the right foods in your body, you're not going to be able to produce what you're capable of producing at that highest level. So love that, Jeffrey. I'm glad you're cognizant of that and that you're going to be working on it because you owe it to yourself. You owe it to people who are going to be consuming your content to put the highest and best possible content out there. And Jeffrey, you have some really cool things going on right now. We're going to discuss some more of them coming up here, but what's one thing that has you more fired up than anything else right now? Going back to ownership, you know, real what has me most fired up right now is really after 30 years of really getting that I somehow have figured out how to succeed when one is in business marketing themselves and their talent. You know, I've, and I, I didn't give myself any credit as a photographer and having a very successful 30 year career. Uh, I worked with a very affluent clientele and, and, uh, I think I always gave them credit for who they were for my success. And I didn't own it until I became a business coach. And I very quickly built a business coaching practice that most coaches would, would, you know, have spent decades trying to build. And then I realized it's like, wow, I get something here. Um, and that's, that's what I'm most excited about. I have a, a program called the Creative Warrior Unleashed, which is my first endeavor into online marketing, uh, which is with all its challenges. And that's what I'm most fired up right now is how I can really uh, own my ability to help other people who are in what are typically struggling industries to do really well for themselves. The Creative Warrior Unleashed Fire Nation will have links to that in the show notes. And Jeffrey, I want to kind of take a step back now and kind of refocus what we're talking about here today and and get into the story side of Entrepreneur on Fire. And these stories are going to be about you specifically, moments in time. Number one being your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us to that moment in time, Jeffrey, and tell us that story. Well, I'll tell you, I don't have to take you far. And here's why I, I always, I'm always challenged with questions like this, or what's your biggest failure moment? Because I've realized been in being asked that, well, I've realized a couple of things. One is I always questioned whether, did I, because of those glass ceilings, like, did, was I stretching far enough? Did I take enough risks? Maybe not. You know, maybe that's why I don't have those great failure stories. But I also believe that I don't hold on to those things, you know, and um, it, it's all about how it resolves itself. I mean, was it challenging to start my business? Absolutely. Have there been challenges along the way? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, I don't hold it because it's the outcome of it. So when I say I don't have to take you far, it's because honestly, right now I could say is uh, the best of times and the worst of times for me. And I say the the worst of times in that I'm stretching myself to limits that are so far outside my comfort zone that it comes with some of the worst times, some of my longest nights, <laughs> some of my uh, most stressful moments. Well, Jeffrey, take us to one of those moments. We're looking for one of those moments, not just kind of a gloss over of what you have going on. It's for me, the, the worst entrepreneurial moments, it's just, it's almost uh, on a daily basis in that I work so many hours. It's the incredible late hours that I'm putting in and not feeling like I'm getting anywhere, believing that I will and knowing that the outcome is always, you know, so if you ask me five years from now, I won't remember this moment. It'll be that moment then. But for me, I'd say it's probably the hours uh, are my worst moments. It's just it's it's incredibly late at night. I've been putting in 16 hours and uh, it's the moment of wondering, am I getting anywhere? Okay. Okay. Still vague. We'll let you get by on that one. <laughs> well, but it's now. Like I said, it's it's a present moment thing. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, like I said, I've actually, I've given a serious amount of thought into this question as I always have, but I just, you know, there's no dramatic worst moment in the past. It's, it's, it's being in this moment now, like I said, which is the best of times and the worst of times. Uh, uh, and it, it definitely has to do with the, the long hours. So since you can't tell a specific story about your worst entrepreneurial moments, what is the number one lesson that you really want Fire Nation to walk away with from just your knowledge that every moment in your life is your worst moment? Gosh, that makes it sound so negative. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said it, not me. No, I don't mean for it to sound negative at all. I'm just saying that, you know, it's, uh, like I said, right now it's the best of times and the worst of times because I'm super energized about the work I'm doing and feeling it's some of the best work I'm putting out. And it's the worst of times because it's the biggest stretch. You know, I mean, this is, this is way outside of my comfort zone. Uh, I feel as so an So what do you want Fire Nation to take away from this? I want them to take away that it's the, it's the outcome. You know, I mean, it's, it's in your worst possible moments, you know, you don't, you won't hold on to that worst possible moment when the outcome of what you are fighting for worked. Uh, you know, when you've, when you've reached the success, when you got past the stumbling blocks, that's what matters is that you don't have to hold on to the challenge. You know, I'm going to accomplish what I'm setting out to accomplish by putting in these long hours. So it's not the, the difficulty, the challenge isn't going to matter to me as much as the result of having accomplished what I set out to do. Okay, so let's do a shift now and go to another point in your entrepreneurial journey. You've had a lot of these, Jeffrey. I mean, I'm sure that you had a great aha moment for the Creative Warrior Unleashed and just other moments in time. I mean, you are an entrepreneur. But if you could just take us to one moment when you had one of those aha moments that you know in your bones is going to resonate with Fire Nation, what is that moment in time? Take us there and share that story. Yeah, so that's easy for me because it's uh, – so the moment was – it was a, it's so specific for me. It was a Sunday morning um, at uh, – I have a little house, a little antique house in Connecticut, sitting out in a garden, enjoying the aforementioned cup of chai tea, uh, sitting <laughs> in a white – Yeah, sitting in a white Adirondack chair. I mean it's just one of those moments that's just embedded in my brain um, in that uh, – and it was – I had recently started my coaching practice. I had gotten this bug that I wanted to be a public speaker. My photography career was going really well. And I was feeling inauthentic. I was feeling torn. All those messages in my, all the, everything I'd ever heard from anybody else about, uh, you know, focusing on one thing about, uh, you know, I'm always changing directions and all those messages that I had heard from so many people always changing my life and uh, feeling like I needed to keep everything from one another. I didn't want my photography clients to know that I was coaching because that might mean they weren't going to get my full attention. Um, so in that moment, I realized that what was most important is that I understood what all these things had in common that it kind of got to a core, the challenge of it all helped me get to a core purpose and how the, all these things were interrelated. And again, it comes back to ownership. When I owned that, it didn't matter how many different roles I played. I understood what they were anchored on. And uh, that was, that was, it was a, it was a moment. Uh, and I do believe in those flashes of moments yeah. where you can have such a shift of mindset and make every decision after that from a different place. So really looking at that moment, you know, sitting in that white Adirondack chair and just having the clouds part, the angels singing, the sun shining through, like, what do you really want Fire Nation, our listeners, to take away from that moment you had and the actions that you took following that really made it a success? 
Yeah. And, and the birds were singing. So you, your description <laughs> was close. I would say, you know, the, that the idea that you can, as a creator, as a creative person, um, I really believe in it. What I want Fire Nation to know is that you can, you can do many things, but you have to anchor it on something. It has to be anchored on your values, your purpose, and very much you need direction. You need a, uh, you need a focused direction, but it doesn't mean you have to be, as a creator, I believe in having the freedom to create in different mediums if I choose to. And for me, being a photographer, a coach, a public speaker, a writer, these are all different mediums to express what I was anchoring my life on and what I was going to be anchoring my career on in the future. So what I want Fire Nation to know is that it's, it, you can anchor it on a core purpose and have the freedom to express yourself in a whole variety of mediums. I love that anchoring on a core purpose and Fire Nation. That's what we should be striving to do. If we don't yet have that core purpose, what can we do to create and then to anchor to that core purpose? Because that will be that guiding, that North Star, that guiding light for us on that journey. And, you know, there's a great book, and I mentioned it even last episode, by Claudia Altucher, who's James Altucher's wife, The Idea Machine. And it's about sitting down and just writing 10 ideas every day, knowing that nine or 10 of them are are going to be horrible. Likely most of them will be bad ideas, but it's the fact of working that creative muscle in your brain, that creative mind muscle. You need to work on that and come up with those ideas. And Jeffrey, I'm not going to let you go yet, my friends, because we are going to crush the lightning round. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. I know, looking for the best candidates to hire for your business can be tough. It's time-consuming, and at times it can be frustrating too. But this search is so important because as a business owner, your company is only as good as the people you hire. And let's face it, posting your job in one place just isn't going to cut it when it comes to finding quality candidates. If you're looking for the best candidates to hire for your business, then look no further. Thanks to ZipRecruiter.com, I can post a 100-plus job sites with a single click. Just post once, and within 24 hours, your Candidates will be rolling into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. Did I already mention that ZipRecruiter has been used by over 300,000 businesses? And better yet, that you can try it right now for free? Yes. Today, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. Once more, ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure that everything's running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm on a tropical vacation, running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire for your special extended 60-day free trial. Fire Nation, this is a special offer for you. So visit evoice.com slash fire today. Jeffrey, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds awesome. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? 
nothing held me back. I started so young. Uh, I'll tell you a funny, quick, funny story. Sure. I know it's a lightning round, but it's, uh, no, 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 I don't know if I, I don't know if I've already told anybody this, but, um, when I was 14, this is where my entrepreneurial spirit came from. I had this idea that, you know, what does everybody need? Everybody needs eggs. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I, I lived in the country. So I convinced a farmer, a local farmer to uh, help allow me to package up eggs in the little dozen cartons. And I sold eggs door to door when I was 14 years old. Uh, I lived in the country, wasn't a, it was below driving age, obviously. But uh, because I lived in such a remote area, my parents would allow me to borrow their Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. <laughs> and I uh, could barely see over the steering wheel. And I would drive from house to house and I would sell eggs. and I would sell them for $1.25 a dozen. So this is in 1978. I still remember the amount. I think a dollar twenty-five for a dozen eggs was probably pretty high then. I don't even yes, know what they sell for now. It. Yeah, so you know, but I, I felt I had I had something that people needed, and I went door to door and I sold eggs. So I just I've always been of I've never worked for anybody. I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, so I can't say anything was holding me back. I just was doing it. What's the best advice you've ever received? And I wish I could credit where this came from because I absolutely love it. Um, best advice I ever received was to make a decision and make it right. And uh, I just I hold that pretty much every day. I don't believe in right and wrong decisions. Just make a decision and bust your butt to, to make it right, whatever that might uh, be to you. Yeah, I remember for me in the army, I learned pretty quickly that a good decision now is better than a great decision later. And Jeffrey, what's a personal habit that you do have that you believe contributes to your success? You know, I actually had to ask around because I just, I'm just doing it, right? I'm just doing my life. So I yeah. actually had to ask. Give me others, some advice. Right? Give me some yeah. advice. Right. What's my best habit? What do you see in me? And everybody said the same thing, which is persistence, you know? And, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that is true. You know, I mean, I do, <laughs> I make that decision. I make it right. And I just go, I, I am, I'm unwavering in my persistence. I just go, go, go. I think the two P's are so underrated for entrepreneurs. That's persistence and perseverance. I mean, if we can... As entrepreneurs, and you, Fire Nation, if you can just absorb those two qualities and just make them your own and make that decision to make them your own, be persistent, persevere through it all. I'm telling you, success is waiting for you. And Jeffrey, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, well, certainly Evernote. Um, but the one I probably spend the most time in is a, an iPhone app. Um, I'm sure it's probably cross-platform, but it's a to-do app, a number two, D-O. And uh, it's just a great task oriented app. Uh, I love everything about it. I love when I finish something, it, you, you know, it strikes a line through mm -hmm. it. Um, you can, you can leave the completed items there or not. And I used to leave the completed items there. So I had that feeling of success. Now I just like a clean app. So I let it go away. And, um, I love that you can prioritize things on a level of, uh, importance to you, which I try to prioritize on what's going to have the most impact, not, not what's most time critical, but what's going to have the most impact. That's how I prioritize things. Uh, and I love the fact that this app allows you to do that and you can star things. And yeah, so the to-do app, my, my absolute favorite. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Uh, man, this is an easy one because I absolutely love this. It's To Sell is Human by Daniel Pink. Fantastic book. The reason uh, I would advise that is because if you, as a lot of creatives do, if you're stumped with the idea of selling and selling creeps you out, this book will completely reframe the whole idea of selling to you because you realize that we're not selling anybody anything. And nowadays, you can't get away with trying to sell anybody, anything. What we're in the real job of doing is we're in the business of moving people, moving people emotionally, moving them from indecision to decision, moving them from lack of commitment to commitment. I mean, it's all about moving people. 
And Daniel Pink's book, To Sell as Human, does that so beautifully. It was, uh, even though I knew and felt, because I had been in business for so many years prior to reading this, even though I, I instinctively knew it, this put it into context better than any book I've ever read. Wow. To Sell is Human, past guest of Entrepreneur on Fire, Dan Pink. You can check him out. Just type Pink in the search bar. And Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free, like To Sell is Human, at eofirebook.com. And Jeffrey, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love that you asked this question uh, because in that situation nowadays, $500 would go so far. I mean, really far. And that's what I think is important for Fire Nation to know. And anybody just starting out in business, that 500 bucks can go so far yeah. because relationship and connection is everything. And we can create relationships and, and connections so yeah, for free. You know, the first things I would do is I would have a Twitter account and a Facebook account. I would buy an inexpensive headset with a decent mic for 29 bucks. I would connect with everyone on social media possible. I would start a podcast so that I can invite uh, and get into relationship and communication with guests. None of this costs any money, right? I mean, 29 bucks for a headset, Facebook and Twitter are free. You can stretch that $500 so far. So, you know, if I spent 50 bucks, the rest of it, I would, I would, I don't know, get a massage. I would, <laughs> you know, I mean, you can stretch $500 in today's world so far because we live in an, an intangible economy. Your, um, our thoughts have value. Our ability to, to help people see things differently than they saw them before has value. Pointing out blind spots for people has value. So these are all intangible things that you just need. You need the relationships and connections in which to let the world know what you stand for. And there you go. $500 can go a long ways. Boom. And Jeffrey, Let's end today on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. Awesome. Well, the best way to connect with me is probably through my blog, which is blog.jeffreyshaw.com. And my parting advice is that you have to know what you stand for in order to stand out. You know, in today's world, it's a, it's a noisy, it's a noisy market. So I'm a believer of, you know, uh, combining the inner and outer work, you know, really taking the time to get to know what you stand for, who you can serve, what you want to put out in the world, and then step up and do it, be committed to it so that you stand out, cut through the noise. And Fire Nation, speaking of cutting through the noise, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with, and you have focused and cut through the noise and have listened to Jeffrey and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Jeffrey or Shaw in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Jeff, I want to thank you for sharing your journey today with Fire Nation. For that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Oh, it's been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. 
Wish you could bring your virtual team together in one conference room. With High Five, you can. High Five is an easy-to-use integrated hardware and cloud software solution that comes with a sleek in-room device for your conference room TV that's cable-free, so your team can connect face-to-face with anyone around the globe anytime. What team doesn't want to high-five each other? Go to highfive.com slash fire and request a free 30-day trial today. That's H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E dot com forward slash fire. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. Is it time to create and launch your podcast? 15 video tutorials with yours truly await at freepodcastcourse.com. See you there.